0: Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
1: I am the great Sayaman, and I'm going to beat some fashion sense into you. Oh, man. Hope my disguise is working. This is Gohan from Dragon Ball Z. You're listening to This Week in Geek with Mike the Birdman Dodd and the rest of the Twig crew right here on ThisWeekinGeek.net. Did you grow up with the NES PlayStation, Star Wars, cartoons, and 80s TV? Do you like to think who would win in a fight between Batman and the Master Chief? Comics, games, movies, music, and TV, they're gonna tell you everything you need. Superheroes
0: or they got your back, they're gonna save the world. tv they're gonna tell you everything you need superheroes or not, they got your back they're gonna
1: save the world
2: can can hello hello it's time for another Quick turner treasure episode where we gather the few reviews we couldn't get into the main show in the last week or so. Uh, There's only a couple, this one, uh, a few for me, uh, a couple games and a couple from Michael. I believe he has a Tony Hawk impression on uh, the demo that was out, uh, as well as uh, a new Vita title. (laughs) Uh, I have, uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Uh, The game based on the anime slash manga and I also have uh the what do I have here uh Jet Girls and I have PGA Tour 2k21 so we've got uh, five reviews for you here and I'll come back at the end and sort of give an update on what's going on because uh interesting and exciting things Uh, at least for me for this weekend Uh, so without further ado here's the first review I'm here with just a a very quick review of p cubes is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon which is uh, obviously a tie-in game for the uh, the anime and uh, manga, or is it a light novel? I can't remember. One of the two. <laughs> uh, I've watched the anime and uh, thought, okay, it's in that, that standard uh, style of a lot of the fantasy, you know, almost like gamified animes that have come out recently. Uh, and the basic story is uh, you go into a dungeon uh, to become more powerful so you can impress people. It pretty standard fare for the uh, the young boy or teenager <laughs> anime out there. Uh, and the gameplay, it's interesting. It mixes uh, some of the almost like anime cut slash visuals of the anime, and then it goes into almost like PlayStation 1 era, little uh, 3D sprite uh, dungeon crawler, and there's missions that are time-based, you know, go into the dungeon, get to a certain point by a certain time, or collect a certain amount of treasure to take out uh, and, and level up with afterwards. Uh, pretty arbitrary mission structure, uh, but overall pretty fun uh, dungeon crawling. Controls work well, audio is fine, it's, it's nothing to write home about as far as the visuals are concerned. Uh, it is just a fun pick-up-and-go game. Uh, I, I think... It's not going to impress everybody. If you're a fan of the show or the manga, it's great. If you're somebody new to it completely, it is probably best to have watched or, or read the story firsthand. Uh, it, it is not going to uh, be, like, the hardest or most impressive uh, display of a dungeon crawler out there. But for somebody like myself who doesn't care for a lot of dungeon crawlers, uh, this almost brought me back to a nostalgic PS1, Super Nintendo era style of, of gameplay and I enjoyed that quite much uh, it was a pretty good Im- impression left upon me if it's on sale pick it up, I don't think it's, uh, it's something that is going to wow you know, a newcomer unless they know the series, so maybe check out a few episodes of the anime first if you like that, you're probably going to dig the game
0: basically using geeks
2: leave
1: me alone geek boy
0: Holy shit, you geeks are badass.
1: Look, Tony Hawk, how do you do an ollie? Why can't you skateboard when you're 40? Well, I'm 49. The end. Discovered several eyewitness accounts of skateboarding at some of history's greatest crimes. That's obviously doctored. This is Tony doing what appears to be an ollie off the balcony moments after Lincoln was shot. This is insane. And this is Tony grinding down the tail of a dinosaur moments before the meteor hit that exterminated all dinosaur life on the planet Earth. Oh, that one's kind of true. Hey guys, it's Mike the Birdman here, and I'm here to talk to you about the uh, demo that I got sent for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 from Activision. This game does come out as a full retail release next week. Uh, There is a collector's edition, which does come with a skateboard, but I'll probably be playing this digital because what's a one-legged guy going to do with a skateboard? Although, I'm just saying it would be kind of cool, but of the matter is let's get talking about this demo so i've been a huge fan of the tony hawk franchise for a number of years my first tony hawk game was tony hawk pro skater 3 and i played the hell out of that on my uh, playstation 2 and i played the series all throughout college and even uh played uh tony hawk ride where i almost fell through the floor of one of my houses trust me it's a long story but anyway so this game uh playing through it this Feels great. This is the warehouse demo, which everybody knows uh, if you've been a fan of the Tony Hawk franchise for any number of times. But playing through this, everything feels so familiar. If you've been playing the series for a long time, your skills will take a little bit to adjust, but not long at all. Um, playing through this. Um, The physics feel different like i said for just a few minutes but eventually my skills started to come back it feels different not playing this on a playstation 2 uh controller or an xbox uh controller so once i kind of got my feet under me or my proverbial feet it started to feel good especially because you see a lot of quality of life improvements especially because the team has learned over this game's vast history, what works, what doesn't, stuff like that. And while I haven't been able to master all my combos like I used to, like pulling off million point combos was not that hard for me way back in the day. I'm still learning how to hit my reverts. I'm still learning how to hit all my lip tricks and getting all my grabs so I able to grab my board so I don't hit, you know, the pavement as soon as I hit the uh, floor there. But it feels good. I like how this demo feels, especially if this is any indication of the final game. I mean, this series has a lot to live up to considering the last Tony Hawk game wasn't so well received and there are several YouTube documentaries that go into it. But this feels fantastic. I really think the series is in fantastic hands. In the demo, um, they do show off some of the uh, soundtrack as well you get uh goldfinger superman which is the iconic song you get uh rage against the machine gorilla radio and this surprised the hell out of me billy talent um afraid of heights and they're a canadian band one of my favorites uh actually so that was really really cool there's another artist who i can't remember Honestly, I, I turned that song off. I just didn't much care for it. But one thing I really did like was this neat quality of life improvement where you just hit R3 and the song just skips. You don't have to go into a menu. You don't have to adjust anything. If you don't want to, it just works. Um, so that was a neat quality of life. One of the things I didn't like, though, is when you bail, uh, the songs it doesn't stop, but it turns down in volume and they get this weird VHS rewindy sound. And it just kind of screws up your flow. However, there are game assists where you can turn off some of those options if you want. Um, Which I think used to only be available via cheat code, but whatever. Because I never played with cheat codes when it came to this other than like secret characters. Um, And I think recently they said Jack Black's going to be Officer Dick in this. So cool. Um, But yeah, like I really, really, really like this. The uh, Tony Hawk series has always been The gold standard for me In terms of extreme sports titles And it doesn't do anything goofy Like you can't do the caveman And run off the board It doesn't try and reinvent the wheel No, this is pure skateboarding And it feels good It feels like I remember With modern gaming Taken into effect with it as well I mean, I really Can't express how excited I am to play as Tony Hawk, Eric Costin, Bob Bernquist, um, Rodney Mullen, one of my favorite skaters of all time just watching him do all those insane manuals, um Chad Muska, um Alessa Steamer, the only character I really wish was in this but he didn't come in until Tony Hawk 3 was Bam Margera um, but whatever uh, there is a digital collector's edition, um, as well which you can get some extra Create-A-Skater stuff, which I'm really hoping that I get that. Because like I said, what's a one-legged guy going to do with a skateboard? But still, um, no, this is something you should probably keep on your radar. If you were a fan of the Tony Hawk games uh, early on in the the last pretty much 20 years, then keep an eye on this. I really think you are not going to be disappointed. And even if you are new to the series... If you want something that's more, it feels authentic, but not as, it feels different than EA Skate franchise did, in my opinion. Skate never really took off with me, but Tony Hawk Pro Skater absolutely does. So Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 is something to keep an eye on. You should pick this up when it comes out at full retail next week.
2: Backseat sent over Kandagawa Jet Girls, which is from the same development team that does the uh, Senran Kagura series. So you sort of know what you're in for with the uh, anime fan uh, fan service style game. But what this is is uh, it, it's a uh, jet racing game. So uh, like, sorry, jet ski racing, similar to your wave races, uh, your jet moto sort of thing. And that's what intrigued me the most because it's been a, quite some time since we had a good one in that genre. That felt right. Uh, that's come out. So in playing it, uh, it takes just a little over a dozen hours or so to complete. Uh, it has uh, pretty concise controls. There's some of the the jet skis are a little uh, more difficult to control, but that's you know standard for these kind of games. And then you you work your way up to getting better ones. Uh, there's cutscenes between each level. There's not a whole lot to the actual. Uh, gameplay looper, or, or story, it's its race amongst the, a handful of the same tracks uh, sort of over and over and over again uh, with little bits of, of storyline happening afterwards. It's overly easy from what I found. Uh, I've, I've struggled very little with the game, which, you know, depending on how you're looking, it can be good. If you're looking for something to play for like an hour or so before you go to bed or just something on the go that you can have sort of an easy time but still have some fun turning and... and Uh, you know, firing uh, weapons and so on at at your uh, other contestants. Uh, It can be cool. The only problem is if you race pretty decent, you'll be so far ahead of everybody else in the race that you won't really get a chance to use the weapons that much until you get to some of the more difficult uh, races at the end of of each sort of campaign, uh, which is like the last couple or so. Uh, When that happens, uh, then, you, you know, you're more... Uh, just trying to catch up because you're left with harder turns that you can barely get or the AI gets pumped up a little bit, which is good. Now, when you're playing in the non-campaign mode, you can crank up the difficulty and give yourself a real challenge, which is good there. That that provided a, a much more significant challenge. Uh, as far as audio and visual, visuals are concerned, the audio is pretty much standard for what you can expect from these kind of anime games. Uh, decent. Uh, the visuals are... Pretty good. Uh, I didn't encounter any stuttering or any uh, frame rate issues or anything. Uh, there's no latency from, from like the time you you know press a button to something happened on the screen. The controls are pretty tight. It's a very well coded game. It's very well optimized. Uh, I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I don't think it's going to be for absolutely everybody. And if you're in somebody who wants like a, a highly competitive game that with very very difficult modes, you're not going to find that here. What you are going to find is just a Pretty fun, uh, you know, arcadey anime style racing game uh, that is a bit better than a lot of the competition that's out there. Uh, but don't expect it to be, you know, the second coming of like a wave race.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain—maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over forty, they can all be connected. of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved,
1: we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry,
1: we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce
0: you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Those magnificent bastards. Color me kooky, but something very odd is going on around here. You're not allowed to talk anymore.
1: What day is it? The date? 12th. May. Thursday. What year? Hey guys, it's Mike the Birdman here, and I'm here with yet another video game review for you, except this time I'm taking a look at a, let me look at my notes here, a PlayStation Vita game? This is 2020, right? Yeah, I know. Weird. Somehow this has happened. Somehow this is still 2020 and we haven't been killed by murder hornets or asteroids. But hey, the year's not over yet. But no, I'm actually looking at a piece of good news. This latest digital release comes to us from NN Games. I'm looking at Ultra Core. This is a title you may have heard, it was released on the Switch, there was a uh, physical release across several different platforms, including a Sega Genesis cart, so what this is allow me to take you back to the mystical year of 1994, I'm still in grade school, I'm still watching Fox's X-Men on television, and I'm still playing video games, things are looking rather cool, I had no idea this game existed, so this game... Was actually developed by Digital Illusions, who you now know as DICE. That's right, the Battlefield and Star Wars Battlefront developers. Um, and this game was canceled uh, as the next generation of consoles was coming around. So this game was randomly found on like an old hard drive, I think is the story that I've read. And it has been restored so you can play it in the year 2020. What is this game? Well, it's kind of like a hybrid. Of, like, if Contra and Metroidvania had a baby, though not really, it's not as um, in-depth as a Metroidvania, and it's not as simplistic as Contra. It's kind of this weird hybrid. People have had it described as kind of a European-style shooter. And I can't disagree with that. Uh, basically, you run around. Uh, it's a run and gun. You do have a health meter, so it's no one-hit deaths. You do get uh, weapons that like, you can upgrade and everything. You fight mini-bosses. Um, and I'd love to tell you more about this game, but it kicked my ass. This game is hard, but not so hard that you don't have fun. There is passwords for this. Presumably, there are cheats for them. I couldn't figure any of them out. Um, Even searches on Reddit, I couldn't find a whole hell of a lot. But what I did find here was a rather enjoyable game that's going to take a lot of practice to get good at. You do get, I think, five lives per continue uh, to explore the various stages in the game. There are mini-boss fights. They're not particularly hard, at least the ones that I encountered. Um, But they will challenge you, and it's not hard to lose lives going down pits, as I did find out. One thing I did find tremendously cool is there's a lot of different sound options here. There is the original FM chip sound, which is fine. That's what the Sega Genesis cart would have sounded like. But there's a CD version of the sound, and this reminds me a lot of the music from uh the terminator which i think was tommy tallarico if i'm not mistaken and the soundtrack to this game is freaking amazing you're hearing it under this review right now and i was like wow this is incredible and it makes you want to keep playing as you want to keep hearing more and more of the soundtrack um i was genuinely surprised by how in-depth the gameplay got because you do have to collect uh key cards you have to find hidden switches to open doors and there's a lot of backtracking and back and forth for you to get through a uh, stage there so it's not just as simple as run from left to right and kill everything in sight um it does ask a little bit more of you like i said ultra core is hard but if you're a better gamer than i then you can probably get a, a good chunk of enjoyment out of this. The fact that it's available on so many different platforms is, I think, astounding. Just the fact that I'm playing my Vita in 2020 is kind of amazing. I mean, games that were once locked to the Vita are now being released on, on like other platforms. In the case of Persona 4 Golden, now we have a game that was exclusive to other consoles and other digital platforms is now coming out on the Vita Man, 2020 is weird, but do I think you should check out Ultra Core? You know what? Check out some uh, gameplay online. See what you think of what you see, but from my personal opinion, it's hard, it's challenging if you're willing to stick with it and willing to learn its mechanics and how fast you react. I think you're going to find a pretty rewarding kind of hybrid shooter here I was genuinely surprised if anything I think it's worth picking up for the soundtrack so pick up Ultra Core on the Vita of all places from in Endgames
0: This is a fair request and I promise I will not judge any person only as a teenager and that this is no more right than saying all teenagers are drunken dope addicts or glue sniffers
2: I'm here with another game quickie review. I have PGA Tour 2K21 on Stadia. Uh, I was provided a code from 2K to check it out. I have not played a golf game dedicated probably in 10, 15 years. Because uh, I know that uh, the PGA Tour series had its ups and downs and uh, has sort of come back with a vengeance and this year. A lot of people were anticipating it and it is available on Stadia. So that was the copy that was offered to me. And I went, hey, you know, let's check it out. Golf again, not a super fast-paced game, should perform quite well on the platform. And I, it did. I'll tell you sort of interestingly to set it up, you do sign up with an account. So you put in your name, your your uh, demographic information, you agree to it, sign up uh, on first play. Uh, it loads a profile and generates some stuff for you that takes it took me about a minute or so, even on uh, using their cloud service, I guess, to sort of go to the the 2K backend and connect you. But after that first initial setup, every time I load the game, it's like two seconds and I'm in. Uh, I'm going to assume that's significantly faster than playing it locally, simply because it's using that uh, cloud service technology to do that. Uh, once that's done, uh, you can play it with mouse, uh, uh, mouse keyboard setup or with the controller. Um, if you're playing... Um, with the mouse and keyboard, uh, you get a, sort of a weird control scheme where you roll back on the mouse and roll forward, and you can then uh, that's that, that's how you sort of do your swing. Uh, it is easier in my mind to use the the gamepad controller. I did encounter some issues initially setting it up and getting it to pair, where it kept thinking I was on uh, mouse and keyboard. But after, initial, after getting through the pairing, and I had to do an update to the controller. Once that was done, I was good to go, and it worked just perfectly fine. played buttery smooth. Uh, the graphics are an update from what I've seen of past games. Uh, load times, like I said, are, are nil once you've done your initial setup and the first time you load up the game. Uh, as far as audio is concerned, it's a golf game. You know what you're in for. Uh, visually, it, it doesn't encounter any hiccups or issues being on the streaming platform it is one that does uh work better playing it uh in 1080p versus 720 so if you're trying to save bandwidth uh you know you can do it in 720p mode but it does look better in 1080p or i'm assuming if you're doing it in 4k but uh let's be honest with stadia the 4k and 1080p are minuscule changes the best it all depends on your your actual connection speed so most people will be playing at 1080p uh very enjoyable. I can see myself playing a lot more of it. Uh I think I don't think this is going to be a game you're playing on your phone through Stadia because of even though you know you'll have the finger controls, the accuracy of it and being able to see it on the screen, it's something you would probably end up doing if it's available on your tablet if that's a, you know an option. But right now it's mostly phones and and computers and the Uh, chromecast ultra that play it but you know it is the kind of game that you need to be a little more accurate with and on a smaller screen it might be more difficult uh it is an enjoyable golf game it's got all the mechanics down pat uh i can see myself playing this on and off throughout the year so you know if you're a golfing fan and you you know you want to take something that you can play on many platforms and just sort of log in on the go it's worth picking up uh if you are you know, on the fence because you know this is coming out on standard game consoles, like current magician game consoles as it is, and you're worried about maybe future proofing it because you're gonna maybe be getting a PS5 or an Xbox One uh or sorry, Xbox Series X. Getting it on Stadia at least you know it's future-proof in that it, it's gonna play on any device that you wanna play it on. So uh, in that sense it's worth picking up. If you're not a fan of golf, you're not gonna like it so i would say pick it up if you like golf games or if you're like me you're a lapsed fan that wanted to come back and it plays well in stadia which is uh becoming more and more the standard thing i'm saying because they've worked out a lot of the kinks and uh, i think the experience is sort of getting to where it needs to be
0: do you have any hobbies
2: i collect spores molds
1: and fungus All that thought it's crapper time
2: All right, and that's going to do it for this week's show. Uh, I wanted to make sure I recorded it early. There might have been a couple more reviews we could have put in there, but uh, I am going to be visiting my family this weekend. Uh, uh, My grandmother had a fall and and had a bit of a health scare, but she seems to be okay, but uh, I wanted to check in on her, so I'm visiting her, and it ties into... uh, Interestingly enough, the return of the movie theater, <laughs> at least in my area in, in Ontario, they've been open now a couple of weeks, and I wanted to make sure I waited, oh, it's been probably five weeks that they've been open. I wanted to make sure that uh, there hadn't been any rise in COVID cases or any issues or hiccups involved there, and so far everything's been clear. We've had one new case, I think, in two weeks or three weeks in my city, uh, and it coincided with... Uh, everything getting ready to go to theaters the first movie that's in theaters was i think it was a week ago unhinged went into theaters which we got a a preview edition of to watch as a screener it was fairly restrictive which you know it was still enjoyable which says a lot for the film uh but i'm not going to go see that in theaters but i did get some free tickets to go see uh, a couple things at at a few different theaters now one there's a third film that may or may not happen but uh friday which is when we're dropping this episode i may be seeing uh the bill and ted face the music the third bill and ted movie at a local uh cinema and again depends on how full it is uh they're limiting i think to 20 people in a theater that holds like 350 uh timing wise we'll see how that works if not uh i am definitely seeing Tenant. Uh, at IMAX, I am as far, I can keep checking on the app to see who's bought tickets. I'm the only person that's bought a ticket for that showing. Um, and by bought a ticket, I mean, I had a comp ticket completely covered. So I'll be seeing that, uh, on Saturday. And later on on Saturday, I had a comp ticket, uh, covered to go check out the New Mutants at another theater. So I'll be checking out the three main theaters, I guess, in my town, uh, And I I had been hesitant about even attempting it until I saw the numbers. Like, this is not like the States where uh, things are not contained and other parts of Canada, things aren't contained. But the numbers seemed right for me to accept the, the tickets where I'm like, okay, one new case in the better part of several weeks. No issues with the theaters here because of their precautions and measures. Plus, I have the ability to cancel my tickets at no cost to me even up to an hour before the showing, if I'm like, yeah, I get spooked. It's too many people showing up or nope. If it's still going to remain like dead empty like that, I'm willing to go and, and I'll give my report as to see, you know, not only how are the movies, but I'll make sure I talk about what the experience is like going to theaters for those areas where it is safe to open and do that. So we'll see how that goes. Again, this could all be called off the last minute, but that is what the weekend is looking like for me. Uh, then I'll be back and recording with Birdman. We're going to actually attempt to record in person together uh, with our microphones and his new uh, podcasting audio interface setup, and we'll see how the quality goes there. It won't be every time we record together, but sometimes we might be able to. It's going to help if we decide to do commentaries again. The only reason we haven't done commentaries has been it's difficult to sync up and do that remotely, Uh, and his previous setup wasn't really conducive to that. It will be now with individual volume controls for each person and so on without being complicated. So uh, as far as what else is coming up on uh, this week's show, um, review-wise on the main show, I have Spirit Fair for the Stadia. It's also available on Switch already. Uh, Birdman has a couple of reviews, I believe. I think he has a Scooby-Doo one of some sorts. And he has something else in the works. I can't remember what it is. And this coming week, we will be doing another uh, loose canon B-movie sp- uh, review discussion special with Aaron Polier on uh, The Immortalizer. Uh, we also have a future imperfect in the works uh, to talk about all of the pilot episodes of the various TV series that in the Star Trek uh, universe. Uh, we've also got some... I think there's one or two episodes syndicated that we're going to have out that Birdman's on the Nerd to the Third Power podcast. And uh, we have, we are recording, I believe, either this, depending on who edits it, either this weekend or next weekend, we will have a new episode of Twig Sunday Funnies, our roughly monthly comic book uh, topic discussion show where we are talking about the uh team ups in comics or in teams that are maybe not the mainstream i'm not very schooled in this i'm literally picking one at random and being like i'm gonna read up a little bit about that we're gonna talk about it uh the other guys are much more into it and then i'll be taking uh, a bit of a hiatus i won't be on every episode of twig sunday funnies because i have a lot more on the go uh, i'll still help with editing and i'll pop in for specials here and there but it might be every other show or something like that because uh basically everything else that we do at twig i got my hands in and i'm like i can't be a part of every single thing you guys uh take the reins and i i'm not as versed in comics so i'll come in when there's a big topic like when we do a halloween special and certain things i'll come in but i won't necessarily be on every episode and uh, this will be the last one I'm on for at least a month or so. We'll see what happens. But it's it's going to be fun. Uh, and it's also going to be... We're going to try to keep the episodes to uh, just under an hour or so in length. Uh, unless there's something major to talk about. And we've got some stuff uh, in the works with uh, Andrew Roebuck. I believe Birdman is going to be discussing... Is it aliens with him? I think the Alien franchise. And uh, then... Uh, i guess in a few several weeks we'll be doing starting ramping up our halloween programming and i will be on with them to discuss the uh nightmare on elm street films some of them i think dream warriors for sure and maybe something else the three of us will be discussing so there's going to be some fun stuff in the works uh and uh we're going to see how things go in the next couple of weeks when it comes to uh, next-gen video game stuff because we're ramping up. It sounds like there's going to be announcements as to when we can pre-order things and uh, press release information goes. So we'll probably, as a big announcement or something happens, we'll have some coverage this week uh, or this coming week. We'll do a, uh, a prototype episode on Gamescom uh, and probably touch upon the, the crappy Nintendo Direct that just happened. So that is sort of your update on what's going on on the site. Lots going on. And uh, I guess uh, I'll talk to you guys later.
1: Well, that's our show. All right, here's the deal.
2: Every time you watch my show, I will send you $40. Checks
0: will not be honored.
2: You've been listening to This Week in Geek, your source for guaranteed nonsense or your money back. Tune in next week for more info and the most important things you didn't need to know. Check out our website at thisweekingeek.net and subscribe to our podcast through iTunes or any podcatcher. If you'd like to comment on this episode, head over to this episode's post at thisweekingeek.net and leave a comment through Facebook Connect. Follow us on Twitter at thisweekingeek.net and follow our Instagram at twig underscore official underscore podcast. Social media not your thing? Send us an email at feedback at net. We'll see you next time, and remember... Lower your shields and surrender your listenership.
0: Just when you think this show is terrible, something wonderful happens. What? It ends. <laughs> <laughs>